You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's baseball season, damn it. Enough with this football talk. All right, so let's start off between uh, two of the best teams in all of baseball and two of the top dogs in the ALE squaring off uh, with the first game of the series set to start today. The Rays hosting the Orioles. Baltimore plus 150, Tampa Bay minus 185. Total of eight and a half runs. We've got Kyle Gibson squaring off with Tyler Glass now. Yes, the doppelganger for Cillian Murphy, who's starring in Oppenheimer, <laughs> one of the biggest movies of the summer. Uh, but Jenks, obviously the pitching matchup looks like a bit of a mismatch. We know Tyler Glass now has wipeout stuff, but also Baltimore has been fantastic on the road this year. And every single time mm. they're at plus money, your girl always gives them a shot because uh, it's just too good of a team at this price. I know Kyle Gibson's pitching, but yeah. can you talk me off like maybe leaning towards the Orioles? I'm not sure if I'm going to play it, but still, I feel like there's always a case to be made for the O's. I think the case for the O's is a very simple one, and it's the same case that you make for the Diamondbacks if they're mm-hmm. playing the Braves or and they are playing the Braves, but it's the case we made yesterday, which is you're getting an exceptional team at some serious plus money. If this were plus 110, you say, okay, but the Orioles at plus 150, just like you get the Diamondbacks at plus 180, like that's ridiculous for a team that good. If you just played those on principle alone, I feel like you would end up in the black. I, I do think the Rays are probably the right side here because Glass now is definitely a much better pitcher than Kyle Gibson. And Kyle Gibson is very hit or miss. He's given up at least three runs in six of his last seven starts. But the Rays are slumping in a big way right now. This is not the same team that started the year 13-0. and So if you want to take a shot on the Orioles at plus 150, a team that just stole one from the Dodgers, they still haven't been swept in more than a year, then I will not fault you for that at all. The Orioles, especially at this price, always a good bet. Especially because you could probably get them on the run line for a decent price right now. Plus one and a half is minus 135. That means the Orioles can lose by a run and you still win your bet. The Orioles on the run line this year on the road uh, have been one of the better teams in baseball. Uh, On the road record against the spread, which is on the run line, 33 and 12. So a cash cow when they are getting Mm -hmm. that run and a half. The other play that I think that might be worth a look as the over in this one. When Kyle Gibson is starting, usually the over is the play. He's had three straight stars mm-hmm. hitting the over, and plus Tampa Bay has been a wagon to the over at home. Over under record 31, 18, and 1. So I think if you bump it down to 8, if you can get a solid price on that, I think that's the play because it opened at 8, and since it has moved to 8.5. We're talking about two of the best offenses in baseball. Even with Tyler Glass now pitching, I do think we see – some runs in this one. 
Uh, let's go to Seattle. We were just talking about it. Mariners hosting the Twins. Uh, Seattle minus 135, Minnesota plus 110. Total of seven and a half runs. Pablo Lopez gets the ball for the Twins. Five and five with a 4-2-4 uh, ERA facing George Kirby, who's eight and eight with a 3-4-3 ERA. Jenks, neither of these teams feel trustworthy mm-hmm. to me. I feel like I never bet on these teams because I never know what I'm going to get. Do you have a stronger feeling than I when it comes to the Mariners and the Twins? God, I'll tell you one thing. I'm so sick of this series. You know why? Because I I feel like that the under has been the play each and every single time and the over has hit each and every single time. So this is my dumb handicap for this game, okay? The under (laughs) has been the play the last three nights. Guess what? The over keeps hitting. Well, now we got a low total. Pablo Lopez has been roughed up for seven runs by the A's the last time we saw him. George Kirby Ugh. gave up six runs in five innings to the Tigers the last time he pitched. Plus, the Twins have been raking over the past seven days, one of the top ten teams in all of baseball at the plate. So I'm going to go over, which means you know the under is going to hit now. <laughs> you know it. It's sad because you're exactly right. Isn't that the mentality when you bet on baseball is that, oh, God, it's hard to get behind some of these teams because don't mm-hmm. both of these teams – feel like prime candidates for, you know, just like, well, we're not going to score today. Yeah. Uh, Because both these teams have good hitters in their lineup, especially the Mariners. Like, look at all the hype that they had surrounding themselves uh, entering this season. A team that was one Jordan Alvarez home run away from sending the Astros home packing uh, last year in the postseason, and they just haven't lived up to it. So the Twins and Mariners are not two teams I want to bet on in any way, so I won't. It's a stay away for me. Let's go to Chicago. Cubs and Cardinals squaring off in a divisional matchup here. Chicago minus 135, St. Louis plus 110, total off the board, which means uh, we're probably monitoring the weather situation in Chicago, mm-hmm. which is usually the case when it comes to wind. Steven Matz uh, goes for St. Louis, who is um, – not a great record here. 0-7. Not great, Bob. 0-7 with a 4.86 <laughs> ERA facing Marcus Stroman. 10 and 6 with a 2.88 ERA. Oh God. Like it feels it like is. the over is the play for me, but I'm not seeing a total here. I think a lot of it probably hinges on what we get from Marcus Stroman. Because we were just talking about good lineups who sometimes go cold. Probably the epitome of the St. Louis Cardinals. It's wild to me how bad the Cardinals are this year. They have no excuse for it. Like, I know you can say, well, it's baseball, whatever. They should not mm-hmm. be at the bottom of the NL Central. Uh, do you think the Cubs are the play here just because you look at Steven Matz? And I guess the more trustworthy pitcher is probably Marcus Stroman. Yeah, if you're looking at a total, it's starting to pop up across different books, and it's set at 8.5 currently. But I I am looking for a first five money line on the Cubs. I'm probably not mm-hmm. going to play it just because I, I, I think Stroman is clearly a cut above Steven Matz. But the one thing I worry about is that Steven Matz will not go long in this game. He could get roughed up early. It's just that the Cubs are not a great hitting team. So I always worry about Stroman not getting enough run support. And if Matz does not go long and he won't, he'll give way to a pretty solid bullpen. So I think I'm on Cubs first five money line wherever that comes out or whenever that is finally posted at that MGM. I, I would anticipate probably minus 140, minus 145, something there. I don't know if I want to lay that much juice, but that would be my lean. Yeah, the sabotage factor is that the Cardinals, they've had a bad season, but at least they've been better as of late, winning eight of their last 10. I think, you know, the sabotage factor that I'm envisioning is like the Cubs, you know, Marcus Stroman will have a great start but the Cubs will score like one run 
or no runs and you lose your bet that way. But the reason I mentioned the over is because it's been red hot for both of these teams. St. Louis has hit the over in five of the last six and the Cubs have eight straight overs for this team that at one time had a very pedestrian offense. So that's why I bring up the over, but I hate playing totals at Wrigley Field because there is a chance that the wind could be blowing in. That's what it's looking like right now, but we've talked about this. I'm not sure how accurate wind forecasts are this ahead of time. So I think I'm going to stay away from that total and just side towards the Cubs, uh, maybe in the first five. Let's go to New York. Mets and White Sox meeting up. We've got New York minus 150, Chicago plus 125, total of nine and a half. Michael Kopech goes for uh, the Pale Hose. He's thir- three and eight with a 447 ERA. And then we've got a former member of the White Sox pitching for the Mets today, Jose Quintana, making his first start of the season for the Mets. So, do we believe in the Mets at this price? Oh, God. Are you guys going to make me bet on the Mets? I'm getting sick to my stomach. I guess Mets money line is the play here. God help me. I do not play this game. Do yourself a favor. Watch the Open Championship. Just relax. Get caught up on some tasks before the weekend. Make a list. Call a friend. I don't know. Don't bet on this game. Michael Kobeck to me, Chelsea, is just so, so fadeable. I don't know what it is. He's not terrible. But I feel like every time he's on the mound, the White Sox lose. And guess what? The White Sox have lost five straight whenever he starts. So maybe I'm not too far off there. His ERA on the road this season in eight starts, almost five, 4.97. I have no idea how Jose Quintana is going to perform. Now, last season, splitting time between the Cardinals and Pirates, he had an ERA of 2.93. So historically, this is a guy you should be able to trust. The problem is twofold. Number one, you never know how a guy is going to perform first start of the season after such a long layoff. And number two, the Mets just do not hit the baseball. Everyone is slumping. Pete Alonzo can't hit at all. I think he's under 200 average-wise for the season. So I think the Mets are the right side here, minus 150. And by the way, Quintana will not go long. His longest start in the minors was four and a third innings. So he will give way to that Mets bullpen very early on this is a hard game to handicap i would stay away lean mats but i am not playing this it looks like an overplay to me if you're talking about two pitchers who are not going to go deep in a game we just mm-hmm. talked about the reasons for jose quintana because he's coming off the injury list and then look at michael kopech like in his last three starts he has not gone past four innings of work the white Sox bullpen has not been good one of the worst bullpens mm-hmm. in baseball also liam hendricks i believe is still on the injured list uh their all-star closer so it's not a team that i really trust to keep it close to the vest when it comes to runs but none of the trends really support it the mets have one of them been one of the hottest teams to the under at home but i just feel like this pitching matchup kind of screams and over to me do you ever like plays that I get the thing about trends is that they're not always predictive is that, you know, you can have eight overs in a row, but that doesn't mean the next game is necessarily going to be an over as well. So do you ever have a play that you like, but the trends don't support it? Yes, that happens all the time. And I like everything to be in line. Not always. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll say, you know what? If I have a really strong feeling, I'll say, forget about the trends, forget about everyone else. I like this play. This is I'm I have a conviction that this play is going to hit. So I'm gonna go for it. But on the whole, 
I like to have things line up. I just feel like you can make a stronger case if the money's going in the right direction. You have the trends, which are your friends, and then you look at the numbers, and the numbers make sense. So, for example, I don't see anybody taking the taking the Astros on the first five run line today against the A's, but I'm going to be on it because I looked, I did a deep dive into the numbers today. And also, as I told you earlier, I'm, this is a spike play for me because the A's keep burning me when I fade them. I am going to fade them. I did a deep dive and I feel like this is the right call, even though most people would say, eh, do you really want to do this? The A's have won two straight. Maybe there's not a lot of value here, but I believe in what I'm seeing. So yes, I like to have everything in line, but once in a while, like today, I'll go off book a little bit and say, based on the research I've done, I really like this play. Uh, I hate going against the A's because remember the last time the A's had like a seven game win streak? There's not a single number out there that would support backing the A's, but this is baseball. So good luck to you, my friend. Uh, Hopefully the A's do not burn (laughs) you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.